genre. Cornetto Minute, the daily podcast where we crawl our way to the bitter end or the longer end of the world's end one minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Nick Jimenez. Today we are preparing to annihilate Minute 73, which begins with the blanks finding Gary and ends with Andy and Steven explaining how Gary just admitted he had been wrong. Yes. It's, it's interesting. For like a second when we were watching this, I was like, wow, this is like the longest he's gone long as we've gone with just one musketeer and then you'd be fine some at the end. Yep, there they are. Um Yeah, so anyway, so uh uh you know, a lot of uh uh really nice cheap lighting effects happening here in this mm-hmm. uh in this blank these blanks like finding him. Um it's uh it's really good. I like I like the way that that's being that really like cheap um, sort of uh, eyeglass thing. It's like a, it's like two, let's like eyeglasses with lights on each lens, and then a hangy thing where their mouth would be with another thing. But they're but they're so far away, you don't know that you can't tell. You yeah, know, that it's yeah. just it's just three lights. Yeah, maybe the brain doesn't even register it as a practical effect when they're watching it. Yeah, but it looks really cool and it feels like one. Yeah, just really watching cool. watching the very real way that the light bounces off of like angles in a in the alley that they're in. Yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, so I really like all of that. How do you feel about this Feds gag? It's interesting that it's only for us. Yes. Like no one watches it. Right. Like no one, no other character sees it and absorbs it. Yes. Where, whereas in, in Sean, it's Liz and in, uh, well, it's the whole gang. It's the whole gang. That's true. Yeah. And then in, in part two, it's Danny. Yeah. Although nobody sees what happens to Danny. Right. Yeah. (laughs) So there is that. That's true. But, but I will say, um, yeah, I think that that's part of what's missing from it. An escalation? Yeah, an escalation and the fact that like no one's watching and so you don't get a reaction from anybody. Yeah, that, actually that's true because it is kind of part of the formula in the other two. Yeah. Is in the first one, it's, what's the matter? They've like never heard of a shortcut. And then it's like, oh, everyone saw Sean make a butt of himself right, when he's right. trying to be cool. Hot Fuzz, it's the inverse where it's like, what's the matter? Danny never heard of a shortcut before. And and Danny's like, whoa, he's so cool. And then stumbles. I want to be like him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in this one, it's just kind of, it's like the closest, one of the closest moments this movie comes to like a view of universe, like poke. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little too self-aware. It's a little too like obligatory. Right. Yeah. It's almost like they did it just for it, it to be in every TV spot and trailer that it yeah. was. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't think it's executed great. I feel like it's shoehorned in, and I don't love it. I don't think it's particularly funny, like that the whole fence just goes down. Because, mm-hmm. um, like, what kind of shitty fence is this? Uh, I don't know. It doesn't. It doesn't really work for me. And it makes me. And I feel like the fence gag is in this movie. I I, I almost wonder if if the fence gag had been better. 
would the movie be better received? <laughs> like, oh, I, I know that's stupid. No, but just if. Yeah, just yeah. If, if just if this one thing was a little more memorable, mm-hmm. a little funnier, a little more like the other two, would the whole movie as a result be right. better received? Just because I remember a lot of people being like, it wasn't even like the other ones. <laughs> right. Remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like how I don't know why we keep coming back to this movie, but you know how like in 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 Ghostbusters answer the call. Yeah. How like every Ghostbuster cameo is bad. Yes. That's not I, I guess like the Winston Zedmore, not even it's not he's not Winston Zedmore, but the uh <laughs> um oh the actor's name. Um but him being Leslie Jones's like that's like a good that's like Ernie oh, Hudson. Ernie Hudson, yeah. It took me a second. You're like, oh, "Okay, that's fun," but the other was just like, "Why are they and I'm, it's yeah. like, oh, if they had nailed those, had like really fun, like, oh, hey, it's the Ghostbusters. And I'm like, wait, why is he dead? Yeah. Like, why is he a cab driver? Right. That's like, they didn't even get those right. It was just like <laughs> this, this weird yeah. and arguable thing that you're like, I know those weren't good. Right. But yeah, it's kind of the thing where it's like, <laughs> it was like, look how disrespectful they were to the other movie. I was like, I mean, I can't say that they weren't. I can't. Yeah, yeah. I can't say that it wasn't disrespectful yeah, it, to the other Ghostbusters. I like, you know, I could say I don't really give a shit, but right, yeah, but yeah. also, like, yeah, I could see why yeah. that would upset some people. If you're going to a go- new Ghostbusters movie to like get some like real like J.J. Abrams love for OG Ghostbusters, <laughs> uh, then, then yeah, you'd be disappointed. Uh, yeah, uh, I don't know. The other one's coming soon. Yeah, oh my god. That looks like it's just going to be chock full of that stuff. Right, yeah, just literal like rose-colored. Yeah. It really does look like it looks like Jason Reitman like is pretending it's just aping JJ Abrams yeah, for like a, kind for of like a movie. Yeah, like Super 8. Yeah. JJ yeah. Abrams, yeah. yeah. Weird. Um but yeah, no, I I see what you mean where it is kind of like it's kind of lame. Yeah, it's a little lame. And like if they had, you know, you kind of I, I don't know if it would have been worse to just not have one. Because this does feel very tacked on. It doesn't feel like something that was like integral to the. Th- is that in the script? The defense gag. Yeah. Well, that's a good question. I think it is. Um, let me see. I'm to slow down the. the... Uh, she drives off. Gary. Let's see. Yep. It says Gary disappears out of shot. We hear a jump and a crash. The blank turns its searchlights to see that Gary has failed to vault a fence. He gets embarrassed and disappears again. So it 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 looks like it was off camera in the script, mm-hmm. and then they decided against the off camera gag. <laughs> I which I almost think that that would have worked better because then it's like, oh, I get it. Like there was a fence gag, but we didn't see it. Happened it. off camera. It happened but, like, off camera. But us in the know would be like, oh, I know what that sound is. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I almost wonder if there was like a way, if there could have been a way to like. Because, like, okay, you had failed to go over a fence. You have overly succeeded yes. to go over a fence, followed by total failure mm-hmm. to go over a fence. Oh, just pitching the first idea. Yeah. Is maybe uh, they think they're maybe like multiple characters, or maybe just Gary is running. And they think that by getting over a fence, they're safe. But then two blanks successfully leap over the fence. Oh. Double success. Oh, I see. Uh, or maybe they like run through the fence. They just like burst through the fence. Like, yeah. They don't even jump over it. Yeah. Um, or maybe like Andy could have done that. Like he just barrels through the fence. Like Danny like tried to be uh, Nicholas Angel and failed. And so Andy just like 
knows who he is and he's burst through it like a linebacker. It actually would have been yeah, it actually would have been pretty funny if like the gang were watching. I don't know what the scenario yeah. for this would be. I don't know if they're like chasing after somebody or what, but the idea that they're just watching blanks just go to town over a series of fences and they're just like jesus <laughs> look at them go yeah <laughs> like, like on top whoa. of yeah this pole vaulting over fences yeah 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 um, that could work i don't know it's uh I, I mean yeah i mean i think the hard thing would have been just to come up with the fence gag and make it right because i feel like and them happened. all falling at once is technically an escalation it just feels like a lateral move yeah more than an escalation yeah because it's and, and it's it's lacking well, it's lacking funny context. Right. Because, like, I think the reason the Hot Fuzz one was so, like, joyful for people that had seen Sean is because it was a fun inverse. Yeah. Of, like, oh, hey, they did it again, but now it means this. And it also means something for the characters. Right. Like, it was just doing, like, two things at once. And we didn't really think of these as a trilogy yet. So it was this fun, like, oh, they're, like, a little bit aware that, like, most of us have seen Sean. That's kind of fun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but then making it a trilogy and deciding that the fence gag has to be part of it, mm-hmm. um, I think, created an issue where they had to like figure out a way to escalate it somehow, and they just couldn't. Yeah, I don't think they nailed it. No. Um, yeah, I don't love this fence gag. Uh, I don't know anyone who does. I, I I don't think anyone would defend it as even a highlight a partic- of the movie. Not a highlight of the movie, and not even a particularly good fence gag. Um, mm-hmm. Just in general. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Another another one that I could think of would be like all of them are coming after him, like behind him, right? And he yeah. jumps on the fence, and instead of it going forward, it tips backwards on top of all of the. Oh, bikes. that's funny. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, he's like, ah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, and also would have been very Gary, right? Right, because yeah. it's like almost Jack Sparrowy. Yeah, right. Where he like takes out takes them all out, but is also but like totally by accident. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um. I don't know. Simon Pegg needs to play a pirate. Yeah. That and should probably happen. I know his weasel character in the Ice Age movies was a pirate, <laughs> but he needs to be a pirate. Well, there's a new Pirates movie happening. Yeah. There's two new Pirates movies happening. Apparently, yeah. apparently it's two. Like, it's not... So, so we have Margot Robbie, Christina Hodson one. Right. And then and there's another one, the Craig Mazin, uh, uh, um, Karen Gillan one. Oh, is that the one that's going to... So, uh, so presumably the Margot Robbie one is not about Red? From the... I, yeah, I guess not. Unless I, I, I think I think the 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 theory is that they were at first they were going to make Red uh, related to Jack Sparrow somehow, mm. like his daughter like or sister. something like that. She and has then, a sister. And then I think what they did was um, decide to split the two ideas. Uh, and so I think Margot Robbie is now related to Johnny Depp's character. Okay, and then Red the pirate is going to be like a brand new. Got Jack Sparrow it. type character. Oh. Unrelated to Jack Sparrow. That's, just like a brand new lead character. That's interesting. I want I just want them together. I want them to be <laughs> Well, fun. maybe one day. Or like uh rivals, pirate rivals. Sure, one day. Yeah. Uh I was watching uh early in quarantine, one of the first shows that I I I watched all the way through was Dollface mm-hmm. with Kat Nettings and uh Marco Robbie executive produced it and appeared in one episode as like a wellness guru at like a corporate retreat and she was a fucking delight and Mm. it it was just another completely different character that she's never played before in a movie she was kind of like almost like professor chalanwi oh just like kind of new agey and she had like a weird wig and like frizzy hair yeah and like i was like oh my god she's 
a fucking magician. She, she's like, she can do anything. And so yeah. I was like, I don't know. When I, when I heard that she was in a Pirates movie, I'm like, oh, I hope she gets to play as big of a character as Jack Sparrow was. Yeah. And isn't just like action hero. Right. Mar- Margot Robbie. Not that yeah. she couldn't do that, but like Harley Quinn's like a really strong character. Yeah. I don't think, I mean, she's producing them all this stuff yeah. too. So I don't think she would, mm-hmm. you know, she wouldn't be, she wouldn't be interested. If yeah. She, she wouldn't. Getting, she's like, she's like one of those uh, actresses who are like, yeah, no, I know I'm really pretty, but like, I, I want to be a character. Actress. Yeah. She, kinda, like, she has that same, the same school of like the Brad Pitt. Yeah, goes to or, or like Chris Pine. Yeah, where he like really just wants to get like grossed up and play like a really big character. Yeah, although most of the time he just plays a variation of that Jurassic World character anymore. Brad Pitt, Chris Pratt. Oh, okay, Chris. Uh, oh, I thought he said Chris Pine. Oh, did you? Maybe oh, I did. Maybe, maybe I, may, I don't know. Maybe you said Pine and I heard Pratt. Yeah, I don't know because Pratt hasn't really. He has like he has, he has uh, Raptor Trainer. He has Star Lord. Yeah. And then he has Andy Dwyer. I don't know if we're ever getting that guy back. Maybe we will when he hits like middle age and he stops like working out. Yeah. I don't know that he'll ever stop stop working <laughs> out based on who he's married to. Right. Um Yeah. So I don't know. I think I think he's a lost cause, but anyway. <laughs> speaking of lost causes. Yeah, Gary King. Gary oh King. right, yeah. I forgot there's like a whole tra- So he finds them again. Mm-hmm. Uh in the bowlers club, the yeah, smokehouse. The smokehouse. It's, which, which is like a it's like a game like a big. game clubhouse game yeah i'm uh, just chill here yeah they got they got like uh looks like they got like a lot of board games and like um like uh foosball tables and pool tables and stuff in do you here. think this was dilapidated in 92 or 90 it looked like it yeah i would have just why go to pubs <laughs> just renovate this a little bit make yeah. it your little hideaway yeah. smoke clubhouse up. Well, but they're they're uh I mean it looks like an open, well kempt golf course though. So Oh, that's true. I think it's part of like a like a golf club of of some sort. Got it. Yeah. Um it's interesting seeing Andy B struggle with being both mad at Gary and blind drunk. Yeah. Yeah. I know I love that. <laughs> like <laughs> I I also I love I love that uh Steven was like, You're just it was just, you're, you're just jealous because we had something going on. We hold hands. We held hands. We held hands. So good. Oh, he's he, so drunk. He was ready to give it all up. <clears throat> he was. The fitness instructor, all of it. Yeah. Well, he's going to give more than that up by the end of this. Right. Movie, yeah. But yeah. It's, uh, I, and yeah, I like this. It's interesting because like yesterday we were talking about how Sam was able to render gary a bit more vulnerable than the musketeers are able to do get him to at least glance inward for a second yeah and and then we have in this minute he says look i finally did something right for a change and you fuckers are like telling me off like so you you do it you do it realize you do admit that you're wrong a lot yeah it's like oh that's it's so so good he's gotta he you know the the thing is though he's like you know a king in that like you know, there's so much on, you know, I watch The Crown, and there's so much on The Crown where, right, like, yeah. royalty is just, like, we can't, we have to be flawless. Right, yeah. Because as soon as we're not flawless, people don't want us to be leader. their leader. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't want us, as soon as we're fallible, they're like, oh, you're not a proper leader. You're bullshit. Yeah. Get off the stage. Yeah. You know? It's like, when you think showing humanity would be the right move so often with the monarchy, it's like, no, the opposite. Right. You have to be inhuman. Right, right. And so, Gary King... You yeah. know, <laughs> and his his court, 
as as, right, as yeah. it were. Um, he doesn't want to show any uh, you know weakness, mm-hmm. you know, and that includes any fallibility, which includes being wrong ever. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's just it's just part of it. It's like part of what he sees him sees as his role in this group. Yeah, yeah. That's so interesting how we cast ourselves roles in other people's lives, and then we get so committed to like filling that role. Yeah, and not even because like who even knows if they've ever thought of him as like their lead. I mean, maybe right. in high school, right? Well, because like Gary, like I mean, if he isn't the leader, what is he? What does he have to offer? Right? To yeah, that's you know? true. So I think he's so desperate to prove himself infallible, yeah. an infallible leader, because if he's not that, then what the hell is he? Yeah, is he like the fuck up? Yeah, you know, he's not. Yeah, he's not the family, the, the court jester. Yeah, because he's not the family man. He's not the money. No, he's not the big strong one. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's not even the smartest one. No. <laughs> yeah. That was and still is O Man, because now he's an all knowing robot. Yep, it's true. Um. Yeah, there the drunk acting is really good in this. It's like it's like <laughs> it's like drunk the car like uh, uh, John Carpenter's the thing. I mean, that's <laughs> if, like if they were all also drunk. <laughs> that's like what the rest of this week is. If I, you're part of it, aren't you? You're one of them. <laughs> you, you ate the dogs. <laughs> you ate the dogs. Oh man. Um. Yeah. So lots more uh, smokehouse to be had the rest of this week. Um, lots, lots more, and even a little into next week, I believe. So, oh wow, okay, yeah. well, hunker in, everybody, hunker in. We're in the smokehouse for a little while, uh, but uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, dueling genre podcast. Yeah, there's a lot of them. Yeah, Geek by Nights revving up again. I'm so excited about that. Yeah, yeah, it's being re released. Our episodes used to be like two part episodes, yeah. and they were each like an hour. Forty-five mm-hmm. minutes to an hour. Yeah, and now they're um, they're uh, like, like 20, 20 minutes to maybe thirty, thirty, thirty-five minutes. Something yeah. Like that. So each episode is now like each story is now four parts. Right. And it's, it plays really well. Like that's I, good. I, I I worked really hard to make sure that it worked okay. Definitely. Yeah. Like every time I because I've been re-listening to them uh, just to keep have be in my head as working on the finale. Right. And yeah, like every time I finish one, I'm always like, oh, that's a cool, that's a cool out. Yeah, you know. So yeah, well done on that. Good, thank you. Um, so yeah, check that out. That's called Geek by Night. That's uh, that's the show that uh, Nick and I write with our uh, friend and past guest of the show, Cassandra Fredrickson, mm-hmm. over on Lord of the Rings Minute and the Doctor's Companion with us. Which we also miss a great deal and can't we wait do. to get back. Oh to. man, as soon as the season's over, we're going to start up Doctor's Companion again. Really yeah, thank you to all of our listeners for holding tight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, so yeah, check out all of that stuff and. Uh, We'll be back tomorrow with Minute 74, but for now, let's move on.